Welcome in everybody to Best of the West. Uh, I am your host, Jake Thomas, and then, as you can see, I am solo tonight. So um, bear with me as uh, you know we, uh, we 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 struggle through this uh, you know together. But uh, uh, glad to be here tonight. And uh, man, you know we're, we're going to talk about the uh, the transfer portal tonight and some crazy stuff been happening uh, over and the portal and uh as you can see here i call it the transfer portal madness and that's all you can say about it guys it's it's been crazy but before we before we dive into it the chat is live it's open get in the chat you know we'll talk about the portal if you got something else you want to talk about help me you know, drive this show tonight. Uh, as we see, Justin uh, has joined. Thank you, Justin, for joining. Uh, and uh, I'm glad you're here because you can help me out a little bit uh, over on the chat side. But uh, uh, man, just uh, just want to say uh, thanks for uh, for having us on again tonight. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm solo. Uh, Stacy kind of got got sick at the last second. Steven's off uh, doing his thing, and um, yeah. So uh, and hopefully. My internet stays hooked up because as everybody remembers last week's fiasco, it, it got it got pretty bad. So uh, I think I got that worked out. So uh, we're just going to move on, move forward, and uh, and oh oh Justin, really? Uh, uh, what did uh, what did he say about that? I, I I missed that doing some prep in here, but uh, you tell us in the chat what he said. But um, mo moving on to the portal, um, one of the guys I, I you know that that kind of stands out to me um, is, um, you know, Drew Sanders going to Arkansas. And, and honestly, to me, that's a, that's a big pickup for Arkansas. And, uh, I mean, he's going to a great, you know, great organization, a great program, and he's got a chance to start right away. And, and you know, he, he did really well in his time in Alabama, but when he went down with the injury and then the emergence of Dallas Turner there – there was no way he was going to see that kind of action like he did when Chris Allen went down, you know, being pretty much in every play with the emergence of Dallas Turner. When Dallas Turner come in and he went off, everybody knew that he was going to be the starter next year, regardless of what, what happens, who comes in, you know, bar an injury. So Drew Sanders saw the writing on the wall and, and he kind of, to me, he kind of got himself in a good situation where he can start, he can show his talent because I mean he was a five star coming out of high school. He's very talented. So I'm uh, I'm excited uh for um you know for for him. No hard feelings for you know towards him or anything or any of the guys that's leaving. You gotta you gotta do you know make make the best of the situation that you're in. You know if you're third or fourth down on the depth chart where you're at and you have a chance to be a starter elsewhere go take it and that's what this transporters you know transfer portals for is to get out there and showcase your skills so you know i'm i i'm happy for him uh justin said he basically said these athletes are and justin my my uh high school edu education is kicking in i have no idea what that what that means uh who don't honor their commitments and uh i i'm terribly sorry about that i'm uh I'm illiterate. I have no idea. Prima, prima, oh, prima donnas. Okay, okay. I got you. I got you. My bad. Uh, I just had to look at it for a second. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I 
I, I mean, it is. I, I tend to agree with him on that a little bit on some situations, but like I said with Trey Sanders' case, you know, if he wants to see the field, he wasn't going to see it next year much unless it was in the special teams unit or something at Alabama. I mean, the kid needs to be starting, you know, and, and with uh, – <laughs> uh, Justin said, I can't spell from Mississippi. Uh, join the club, brother. But, uh, yeah, yeah, to me, Drew Sanders' case, I, he needed to go to a program where he can start. And and now he's going to be teamed up with Bumper Pool. Bumper, Bumper Pool has decided to come back for his senior year. And that that linebacking core, you know, group for Arkansas looks really, really good. So I know there's exciting things going on in Arkansas right now. I mean, they, they got KJ Jefferson coming back. They're losing Burks, but there's other playmakers on the offense that can uh, that can step up and, and make plays. And uh, you know, they I think man, they're still up and coming, and uh, they have a good chance to you know repeat that success they had last year and win a couple more games, I believe. Uh, another guy uh, from Alabama who who left out, and you know, I I don't want to want to harp on the guy, but it looked like he checked out in the championship game. That was uh, Jaleel Billingsley. I mean, you know, his his dad Charles has come out and and you know said that thank you for the time there at Alabama, but you know, coming into the year, Jaleel to me should have been the breakout breakout player on on the offense side of the ball. I mean, he's he is listed as a tight end, but the dude's got speed at a slot receiver and we put him out in the slot several times, but he just never matured, never I don't know, just never got to that next step that he needed to. Maybe he'll do better in Sharkeesian's, you know, um uh, playbook in his in his offense. He is going to Texas. Maybe he'll do better there, but you know, I just I hate it because I, Jaleel, you know, had the potential to be a, one of the greats in my mind at Alabama if he would have stayed and would have hit that next step. But unfortunately, he couldn't. He didn't. It kind of, you know, kind of just seemed like he checked out in the championship game and he left left her, you know, quick, quick and got out of town and uh, went, went to Texas. Um, another uh, big transfer that has happened uh, within, you know, since, since it, uh, the, the season has ended. And honestly, it was, it, the season hadn't really ended yet um, because we were still like a couple of weeks away from the championship uh, semifinals when Nick Calzada announced that he was going to Auburn, uh, to me, that seems like a like a stretch for him going to to Auburn. Um, I think they're hoping he can have success there um, and, and beat Alabama again. I just don't see it. I mean, he played a Stephen Garcia esque and Johnny Manziel esque game against Alabama. Could not do anything wrong. We couldn't get to him, and, and all the pieces fell. And that in that A and M game, and we saw what he did after you know after the Alabama game. He kind of struggled. He struggled before the Alabama game, so you know he had a once in a lifetime game. The the Barnes hoping he can, you know, he, he can have that success again. I just don't see it. But with <laughs> with with T J Finley being on roster, 
as pretty much their their quarterback at the time. Nick Calzano comes in, and he's going to be day one starter, I do believe. C.J. Finley, I thought might have been better than Bo Nix. I mean, at, after they played Houston in the Birmingham Bowl, he looked awful. I mean, he was overthrowing passes, underthrowing passes, just wasn't reading the defense real well. So, Calzada has to come in, has has to come in and take that number one spot because if he don't, and T.J. Finley gets gets the nod, it's going to be a long year down there. I think uh, on the plains, but I do think Calzada can come in and make and make head head headway um, and uh, get that number one spot. Um, just not much of an improvement to me for Auburn at the quarterback position. Um, again, I have said many, many times um, that, um, you know, that – sorry, I had to move so I couldn't see uh, Justin's uh, 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 comment there. But uh, Auburn needs to run their offense through Tank Bigsby. That's all they need to do. The dude is a tank. I mean, he's, he's fitting the name. And when Bo Nitz was there, they ran it through Bo Nitz. They would put Bo Nitz in situations he did not need to be in. You hand that ball off to, to Tank Bisbee 25, 30 times a game, and he has goes off for 120 yards, you're going to be in a lot of con- contests. You can't get behind the eight ball and then put it in the hand of Bo Nitz. And then coming into this season – you can't put the ball in the hands of TJ Finley or or uh, Nick Calzada. In my mind, you got to give that ball to Bo Nitz. Um, Justin, uh, catching up here. Um, yeah, uh, Billingsley kind of did ch- check out in the A and M game as well, and pretty much the rest of the season. Uh, Cal Calzada is an underwhelming transfer. I just, you know, I I just said my piece on that. And, yeah, Auburn does need some wide receiver help. Um, I believe there's still a good bit of wide receivers uh, in the portal that they can go after. Um, one that, uh, speaking of wide receivers, that's in there's another Alabama guy, Javon Baker, and it looks like he's heading to Ole Miss, uh, all, all signs of point to. And that would be a big pickup for Lane Kiffin in that offense if he's able to to land Baker, and it looks like uh, all signs are pointing that he will. Um, Baker, I just – man, he's another one of these guys I thought that could, you know, be be a integral part of our of our offense this year, wide receivers, especially being so young, on having Jamison Williams and, and Mechie. But he just – you know, those guys in front of him that, that held that spot, and he never got to see the field, unfortunately. So he's another guy that's going to go try and get some playing time, and and I don't blame him. Um, he he's a talented kid, and and I hope he goes off, but I hope he don't get any catches and any pass passing yards against Alabama or any touchdowns, because I do not want to see see him, you know, light us up, because uh, you know he's going to be up for that game, and Lane's going to use that to his advantage. Um, so we we just got to keep him in check uh, if he's on the field during, during the Ole Miss game. Um, but going back to Justin's comment, um, Auburn, yeah, wide receivers is what they need. And they, I don't know if they've got, uh, they might've got a couple, uh, in the, uh, in recruitment, this, this go around. I'm not hundred sure on that, but you know, you saw in that Houston game and even 
the, throughout the season, they were dropping wide open passes. They're, you know, there they was even contested balls. They weren't, they weren't bringing them in. Uh, so it, it wasn't, wasn't good at all for, um, for Auburn at the wide receiver core. Uh, I think they got rid of um, their wide receiver coach early on in the season. I, and I think they, they made a new hire there. So coaching and, and getting a, a, guy that that can step up and make plays uh, will be key for for Auburn um, you know uh, in the wide receiver core this year if they want to have any success uh, but but again to me you've got to run run Tank Bisbee I mean he is your offense and apparently you you know um, their coach has slipped my mind right now Brian Harson apparently he sold him in the in that meeting with him to come back because there was a lot of room with him going to the transfer portal. So he told him something about his future at Auburn and, and Tank said, okay, I'm going to, you know, give this a chance. So, you know, you, you got to give him the ball this year. If you don't, it's going to be a long year for Auburn. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I've talked a little bit about the transfer portal madness and, um, you know, another thing, to me, and we, we did title it a silly season, you know, and, and it was kind of directed toward a transfer portal, but I want to talk about a little bit about, about that silly season. I mean, it, you you saw a lot of crazy, crazy things that happened. One thing, and I'm trying to not to make this an Alabama heavy show, but especially being best of the West, but – I know Alabama better than I do anybody else, and and I usually let the other guys when when I do these shows, you know, drive the content for the and, and get the get the conversation going for the other teams, and then I follow suit. But since I'm by myself, I'm trying to do my best, but you know, to to cover everybody on the west side, and I, and I'll get there on some of the teams, but but Alabama's case, real quick. Talking about a silly season. This team coming in was the youngest team that Saban's, you know, ever, ever had. And there's a lot of people in, in the media saying that they could easily lose three games this year. But we made the national championship game, and we beat Georgia in the SEC championship game to get there. So talk about a crazy season. The defense struggled early on. Then they honed it in you know, around the Mississippi State game and and the LSU game, Arkansas game, uh, Auburn game. But a lot of them, them games that were close, we needed defensive stops. We got defensive stops. And that's something we hadn't seen in the last couple of years. You know, I, I remember going back to the 2019 um, against Joe Burrow and, uh, and the Tigers. We, we scored real quick. Uh, it was late in the fourth. We we got it. We got a score. We got, and and I was like, okay, if we just get a stop, we we get the ball back and we're going to score again. I just knew if we got the ball back, we was going to score again. Go ahead and, and win the game. What does LSU do? They run it right up the middle three times, or I think twice. They got it in the second down. They ran it right up the middle, and we. Gave up five five run uh, five yards on the first down play, I believe, and again they got five or six on the second down, 
and the game was over. We could not stop anybody on the inside. This year, defense, uh, rush defense was amazing. I think it finished like second in the league. Those those big boys up front, you know, they they handled the line of scrimmage for most part of the year. Him and Toa Toa and, and uh, Christian Harris both, you know, started playing out of their minds uh, in the second half of the season. They were out of position early in the season, but they honed it in, and, and they got better as the time went on, as the games went on. And, and that middle of the, of the defense was lots out. You know, you, you couldn't find a hole to run through. And, and if there was a hole, it quickly got, you know, got, got stuffed. So um, Alabama needs to continue that uh, going into the, uh, the new season. And, uh, and we got our, our, our weak point is we, we got to do a little bit better in the secondary. Um, and we got a lot of talent coming back next year for the secondary. Another thing that was crazy to me was how successful Arkansas was this year. Um, they, um, excuse me, they, you know, I've I, I kind of seen like a seven, seven win team, but this team, they, they impressed a lot of people. And, uh, you know, they, um, you know, KJ Jefferson's coming back. Uh, they've, of course, now they got Drew Sanders on that defense. They've got Bumper Bull coming back. I think their offensive line is still pretty much intact. This team's going going to be really, really good this year. Um, I, I could easily see a nine win team out of Arkansas uh, easily. Um, Justin said, "I honestly think Hunter is a better running back than Tank. Um, I mean, he could be. I, I my my brother in law. I've said this time and time again. My brother in law is an Auburn fan, and." He, he's not really sold on Hunter. He, he's really a tank guy. And, and I've been a tank guy since he's been down there. I mean, the dude's just a beast. But uh, Hunter's got to get the touches, I think. But to get more touches than, than tank is going to be tough. Uh, of course, I think tank's a senior, so we'll see that in a couple of years. Or next, Not this season, but the next season. So we'll see how, you know, how good Hunter is uh, when he has the ball. Uh, and he's the number one guy uh, in a few years. Um, Ole, Ole Miss, um, you know, I I don't think that was really much of, of a silly season, and and uh, I think they were expected to win, you know, nine games, and they got ten. And if Matt Corral when they got injured against Baylor, they would have had eleven. Um, but but they have a lot of talent coming back. Um, uh, there, the, the the quarterback that stepped in for him, his his mind, his name just escaped my mind there. Um, but he looked really good. He looked really sharp. You know, they they went into halftime in that Baylor game, got the game plan adjusted to him, and he made plays in the third quarter. And um, so you kind of saw flashes of what he can do next year. Um, the only thing is about Ole Miss, and I know my. My ball, uh, my boss, my other boss here, uh, Stephen, is, is the old Miss guy. But can can they have another ten win season? Uh, they're going to have to shore up that defense a little bit. Uh, the defense needs to be uh, needs to get better at, at uh, the rush defense. Uh, hey, baby, uh, my my wife has joined. Uh, thank you for coming on. I'm just doing Luke Altmeyer. Thank you, Justin. Uh, Altmaier, yes, he, he looked really good to me. But that defense got got to get better uh, defending the run, and um, but but honestly, the whole SEC West is going to make besides maybe maybe Auburn and LSU. I, I think Mississippi State is going to be an improved team. 
Um, A&M, they're still going to be there. Haynes King is kind of a question mark quarterback. Uh, he looked really good early, then got hurt in the in the Colorado game last year. So how's the injury going to affect him moving forward? But but that defense is really going to be good. Um, Ole Miss is going to be going to be there again. Um, Arkansas as well, and of course Alabama still at the top. And until you beat out until one of them one of those teams beats Alabama, excuse me, Alabama's going to be at the top. But you know, I, I the, the crazy season. Um, you know, uh, another thing, and, and I know Texas and Oklahoma have not moved into the SEC yet, but they will be in the future. The crazy thing to me is um, that Will Venables took that job, and, and that's not a knock on Will Venables. I just thought he would never leave Clemson, and and honestly, I think Oklahoma's got them a good coach, and if he if he can build up some success when it, when they move to the SEC in a couple of years, you know, he's going to have to going to have to have a good defense because, you know, we know the big 12 teams don't really play a lot of good defense. So you move to the SEC, you're going to have to get a defense. That, that's for sure. Same way with, with Texas. Um, but um, yeah, you know, so anybody else uh, want, want to chime in? Uh, I've gone about 21 minutes. We usually go about 30 on these, but, being by myself, it's kind of hard to generate enough in my my slow mind here to, to think of something to talk about. But um, um, overall, uh, you know, the transfer portal is still pretty deep. I, I remember seeing somebody say, uh, ask a question last night on Twitter if if Alabama would would attack the portal here pretty soon or would wait till after you know, February when, when the next signing day is up. And and I think, I may be wrong with this, but I think they may wait until signing day to see who we might get in signing day. I don't, I think there's like one or two prospects that uh, recruits that we were, were looking at that could sign with us. Um, but, you know, I think you got to wait and see who, who you get on that signing day. And then you fill your, the rest of your roster out through the portal that away. Um, but other than that, uh, guys, I, uh, I appreciate y'all uh, jumping in, you know, and um, again, uh, this is not Tide Talk. Uh, this is Best of the West on the Y'all's Conference Network. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I'm enjoying my time here. Um, and uh, I hate that Stacy got sick tonight. He was really excited to, to jump on here. Um, it's nothing major. Um, I, I know a lot of people is dealing with COVID right now. Um uh, myself um i have some family members that have it uh and, and honestly i have i've been around around some family members so i've been exposed to it but i'm taking the necessary precautions to make sure i'm okay and um and so is my wife so we're we're good at the moment on that um larry uh, thank you for joining uh Ole miss has got some studs on defense from the portal you're you're absolutely right and i don't think you guys are done uh, in the portal yet. Like I said, you could land Javon Baker here in the next couple of days, and uh, that'd be another big, big pickup. Looks like Lane's doing all the necessary things to beef up his defense, and that's the only one mark that uh, uh, that that was on Lane was usually he, he's a great offensive mind minded coach. His defense is just like a little bit of you know a little bit of flair. So he's I think he's getting the the necessary guys. 
Jalen Armour Davis is on our show tonight. Awesome guy. You know, JD, he just seems like a cool, cool dude, Justin. And uh, that, that's awesome. I'm glad you guys got him on. Uh, he just seems like a standout guy. And I hope he thrives at the next level. Um, you know, and, and the one year that he actually got to start, I was very impressed. And, and Stacy and I have both said uh, on numerous occasions on the shows that he was pretty much our most consistent defensive back um, um, th- this entire year. So, um, and then of course uh, Jordan Battle become a little bit better. You know, got more consistent as the year as the uh, later or later in the year went on. And uh, Brian Branch come out as well. And then when DeMarco got healthy, it he was a lot better. So, um, but but JD just played consistent throughout the entire year before he got injured. Um, I'm hoping he goes to Baltimore. Yeah, that that would be, ooh, that'd be scary. They they've they've got a good team over there with Lamar Jackson. Uh, wait, uh, Larry says waiting to hear from Jackson Dart and Michael Trigg too. Uh, I believe Dart. Or probably pretty much come there. I'm not not really sure about Trig, uh, but I, I I do expect Dart to head that away. And and if he does, you know that's going to be uh, be a good QB battle uh, in the spring and uh, fall camp to, to look forward to. Uh, Dart looks like he's a really really good player. But Luke Artmeyer, uh, he impressed me uh, in that Baylor Baylor game enough to I think that he needs to get a look at at being the starter as well. Um Justin said he shut down his side of the field, no one beat him or outworked him for the ball. You're right. And and you know, Justin, I know you you've seen it as well as much as I have watching the Bama games, but you know, we we get beat a lot because we have our backs turned and, and I've I've heard that that's coaching that that they coach the corners to turn your bats, but when we turn our bats, you can't find the ball until it's the last second, and it don't, and it just blows up. But I, I remember Jalen; he he always had it down pat because he never turned his back. It seemed like because I mean he was making a play on the ball every single time it was thrown his way. They could leave him on an island, and he never had his bat turned. I mean he he had a couple of interceptions that that. I mean, he was looking right at the quarterback when the quarterback threw it and knew where to go. So I don't know if it was just, you know, I don't know what it is about that, but I, I, I wish they would get better at in the secondary about looking for the ball and not having your back turn, you know, towards the, um, you know, t- towards the quarterback. Cause you know, Kyrie Davis instance, you know, he turned the last second look for the ball and it was too late. It was already dropping in in um in the Georgia guy's hands on that touchdown pass. So there I guess there's advantages and disadvantages um, you know, uh, of that. But but anyway, uh if anybody else got anything to, to say, um that the eight people that has, you know, joined and has been on here most of the time, like Justin, Larry. Um, I think my wife has been on for most of the time. I'm sorry that that um, that you had me tonight because I am not the best to to go solo. But I will, you know, I I will get better. And if I have to do solo again, I'll get a little bit more um, more organized. Uh, but you know, I didn't. We didn't really. Me and Stacy talked about. It was about 30 minutes from the show. And it just, 
you know, it, it, it went from there. He said he didn't feel good. So I, I was kind of, str- you know, scrambling, trying to find some topics to talk about. But uh, anyway, um, Larry, thank you for the kind, you know, thank you for the kind words. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, we should be back fully healthy next week. We'll have Stephen back on behind the sidelines, driving that chat as well, helping, helping uh, drive uh, some talking points. Uh, Justin says, good point. That's one of the points George T made last week on our show. Yeah, George, I think, I think, you know, people need to listen to George T when he talks. I mean, that guy's been through, through the ringer and he's, he's an outstanding guy. I, I enjoyed our, our chat. We had him when we got him on our show. Hey, he's just a one of a time, one of a top guy. And, and I always, always love seeing that play when, when he just lays out T.O., uh, right there at the start when Teo was trying to celebrate on it. That, and then, of course, the 92 championship game where he just took the ball out of the guy's hands and started running around the other way. I mean, it, George T is an amazing guy, an amazing athlete back in his day. So, uh, but anyway, uh, I've gone about 30 minutes. I'm actually shocked. I can't believe that, that you know, I, I got on here thinking I was going to go about 15. But, you know, you guys have, have helped and uh, drive this 30 minutes. Uh, of of just me just spewing, uh, you know, just spewing words out because, you know, it, it's uh, I had a good time. Thank you guys for for jumping on. Uh, Tio still won't talk to T. I don't blame Tio, but but I don't blame T for not talking to Tio either. But um, anyway, guys, uh, again, uh, thank you for joining. Uh, this is I'm Jake, of course, uh, and uh, I'm for the best of the West. Like I said, follow everybody on, on the y'all's, y'all's Conference Network. We've got a lot of great things going on over there right now. Uh, we're over there now. Tide Talk Podcast is. And uh, th- those guys, Steven's done an amazing job. And, um, you know, let's continue to grow this. And uh, and all these shows, you know, all these echoes we do, just continue to grow, continue to push, push each other's content. And, and this network is going to take off. And, and it's for you guys. You know, we're, we're doing it for you guys. We, we love talking about sports. And you guys drive the content and, and drive what we talk about. So thank you again for joining. For Jake, who's me, and for Stacy, who's at home. Uh, he'll be back next week. Like I said, Stephen will be back. Thank you all for joining tonight. And for the best of the West, thank you. Appreciate it. I'm out. Roll Tide.